Hi friends, I'm Sandra Peoples, one of your co-hosts for Key Ministry, the podcast. This is episode 29, and today we're talking about how to include special needs families in your church's Christmas activities. I grew up with a sister with Down syndrome, and I now have a teenager with level 3 autism, so I know how different the holidays can feel for a family like mine. But we don't have to feel different at church. With a few steps of consideration, we can feel included and valued, and we can experience the message of hope, the light of Christ that shines into our darkness. I serve as the special needs consultant for the Southern Baptist of Texas Convention, and when I sit down with the church to talk about how they are welcoming families, we envision where the families currently are and where we want them to be. So I take them through a series of questions. Is the family in the lobby of the church or are they staying home week after week because they are unsure if they are welcome? Are they in the classrooms for discipleship? Are they in the sanctuary or the worship center participating in the service? Are they welcome in church members' homes for fellowship and friendship? And finally, are they empowered and equipped to serve with their gifts? We want special needs families to have full access to the opportunities that a church provides, just like every other family has. Many churches get them in the door and have classes for the members of the family with a disability. But those classes can look uh, a little more like babysitting than they look like discipleship. And it's even more rare for a family like mine to have the opportunity to attend and enjoy everything the church offers, especially at Christmas time. But as church leaders, we have two ways to fix this problem. First, we can take steps to make families feel welcome and comfortable in our services and celebrations. And we can offer activities especially designed with their needs in mind. I think a both-and approach is ideal, but this can take some prayer and planning. So as you listen to the ideas I'm sharing today, think of steps that you can take this year, this month, to welcome families, but also plan ahead for next year so that you can keep expanding and including more families. So first, let's talk about four steps and ideas to make families feel welcome in whole church activities this year. Number one, put buddy bags in the lobby. Now, our church borrowed this idea from my podcast co-host, Beth Golick. Uh, they have buddy bags and noise-reducing headphones in the lobby that are available to anyone who needs them. On ours, we have a tag that says something like, feeling fidgety or have sensory overload, grab a bag on the way in to help. And then on the way out of the service, there's a basket where they can put the bags so that we can clean the fidgets and the headphones and make them available for the next service. So having them in the lobby and easily accessible is a great way to communicate a family like yours that needs noise reducing headphones and fidgets is welcome here. In fact, you're so welcome. We're putting it right out front and center that we are accessible and ready to provide uh, tools to help you feel comfortable here. So buddy bags in the lobby for all of your Christmas services could really help. 
Number two, having childcare available. Not everyone is comfortable in the service, even with sensory tools. If you have childcare available for a certain age, say like birth to five, which is what we normally do at our church, consider also having a room open for the kids with disabilities who would feel more comfortable there so that their parents and siblings can still attend the service. Number three, this is a really important one. It is maybe have social stories available that will explain how the services will be different around Christmas. Kids can get used to what services are like on a Sunday morning, but when they come on Christmas Eve, things may be different. Can you take pictures of the stage to show them the decorations or create a social story explaining the differences like, hey, we're going to hold candles at the end of the service and we're going to pass around fire and here's what you need to know to be prepared for that to happen at the Christmas Eve service. You can just send an email to parents that includes the pictures of the social story or any information you want to, and they can share that with their kids. I really think it would help decrease anxiety so they know what to expect on these services that look a little different. Now, number four, your children's ministry may be uh, doing a program or sharing special music, and hopefully the kids with disabilities are included in that program or performance. They hopefully have also had help from a buddy to, to get them used to uh, learning the songs and doing the motions and everything that's expected from them. So if the kids are performing special music or a skit, uh, you can have the buddies on stage with the kids just to help them feel more comfortable. Let's, all of us would feel nervous getting up on stage, especially uh, at a Christmas performance where there's lots of people looking at us um, and we might have to wear uncomfortable clothes, sing songs we don't know, and do motions we aren't sure about. And so let's help our kids feel as comfortable as possible when they would be a little nervous by just having those buddies or the extra teacher or somebody available to help them feel more comfortable as they are performing with their friends. Now, that's four ways to adjust what we're already doing. Now here's four ways that are activities designed specifically for special needs families. And so these ideas may take a little extra planning. So you can go ahead and plan a couple of them for this year, but maybe put them on your list to think about next year as well. The first one is a respite night. A respite night in December is such a blessing for parents who need to go Christmas shopping or wrap gifts. There's always so much to do in December. And so there may still be time for you to plan for a couple of hours one weekend to have a respite event at your church so that parents have the opportunity to do what they need to do, even if it's not as big as your usual respite nights, but even maybe just a respite night for the families who regularly attend your church. The second idea, have a sensory-friendly service. Designing a service with people with disabilities in mind is fun for everyone who attends. Here in the Houston area, 
Houston's First Baptist has a special service, and lots of other churches across the country do as well. Now, if you are a small or a medium-sized church, like the church I attend, maybe you can work together with other churches in your area to offer a sensory-friendly service together that's open to the whole community. That might be a fun thing to do at an off time on Christmas Eve, like maybe not at the time that the big Christmas Eve service is happening, but that's a great way to get community families into your church and introduce them to Christ who's born and whose life we celebrate. Number three, taking family pictures with Santa or with a Christmas-themed backdrop. Now, it is really hard for my family to get good family pictures. And this time of year, when you're scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through Facebook, it seems like you're the only family who can't get a good picture with their kids, with everybody looking the right direction and smiling. So it would be such a gift to have an opportunity for someone patient and easygoing to take pictures either at an event with Santa or even just in front of a Christmas-themed backdrop. You may have one in the lobby of your church. This is probably the simplest idea on the list since even the cameras on our phones now can take really great pictures. You can let families know that you'll open up the church lobby at a certain time when they can meet you there for pictures, maybe not at a time that's before a service or after a service when they would feel rushed going in or feel rushed getting out the doors on their way home. Now, the fourth one is really a gift to the families that you serve. And so I would love for you to share this with them in one of those emails that you're going to send them anyway to talk about the changes to the services. And the fourth idea is an Advent devotional that includes activities specifically designed for special needs families. Families can feel like they are missing out on what other families are able to do during the holidays, but they don't have to miss out on doing Advent devotionals together. My friend, Elena Marchinko, who grew up with two sisters with disabilities, has written an Advent devotional with scripture readings and activity ideas. You can find the link in the show notes at keyministry.org podcast and download it today. Use them once a week, like the weeks of Advent leading up to Christmas, or save them all for the days that the kids are out of school and you're looking for activities to do anyway. Do it on the days leading up to Christmas, if that's what works for you. But uh, I love what Elena has written and the activities that she has included so that all families feel like they can have the Advent experience. So that is four ways to adjust what your church is already doing to welcome families like mine make us feel more comfortable, and then four ideas specifically for special needs families that could really be a blessing to them this Christmas. So thank you so much for listening and hopefully getting some ideas for helping families like mine have access to everything your church offers, even at Christmas time. If this episode was helpful, you can share it on your social media platforms to spread the word. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already so you don't miss any episodes during this super busy month. We have some exciting content coming, including details about our upcoming conference, Disability and the Church, previously known as Inclusion Fusion Live. Friends, I hope you have a great holiday season, and I hope you'll make plans to see us in person in April in Cleveland at Disability and the Church Conference.